So God loves you enough to bring in and out here. Okay. All those years of praying since I was five, they've worked. It did. In and out. <laughs> the miracles. Hi, welcome to OKish Advice with me, Mila Martinico. Today we have my beautiful children on our episode. Um, I thought it would be fun to just kind of everybody always asks about my kids and um, you know what they're like and I love them and so I thought it'd be fun for them to be on the episode. So um, first we have my daughter Gia. Hello there. And then we have Gemma. Hi. And then we have Pearl. Hi. Perfect. And we've got 12. Yes. 11. And yep. soon to be seven. Yeah. God, that's scary, Gia. You're going to be a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's scary. Okay. Anyways, let's start with the first question on our agenda. Um, agenda? Gonna, this is the agenda. Okay. 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 Um, and this episode is called Asking Hard Questions. So, and this is in my parenting series. So I thought that this would be a good idea and hopefully it is. Okay. Um, Gia, I'm going to ask you first. Mm -hmm. What is the best advice your mom has given you? Best advice? Try new foods. I love food. Look into the camera. Okay, okay. And say it clearly. Try new foods. I love food and I used to be really picky yeah but now i try almost everything i see except beans i don't like beans okay that was actually good advice thank you um good advice is what that about you Gemma? what's the best advice that i've given you um it's that um even when things are hard you keep going and it'll get better and better and that's probably the advice oh that was good i felt like that was better than mine in a way <laughs> it's okay um, hold on, Pearl. What's the best ad- What? Oh, advice means, um, what's the best, um, what does advice mean? Like, yeah, what's the best thing that I've ever taught you? Yeah. To help me do my schoolwork. I always need help with it. Yes. Okay. That was good, Pearl. Beautiful. Okay, GM. Next question. This one's going to be interesting. What is it like having a mom who's a small town celeb? You know, it's pretty nice, except for when there's old men in the store just randomly trying to hug me. I'm like, no. And there are also some kids in the town I don't know that well. And then you just tell me, hey, we're going over to this person's house. I'm like, who? (laughs) And... I feel like it's really hard because some of the kids we've never even met, they don't know anything about us. They don't know how like weird we are. But working at the restaurant, that's a plus. I love my job. Okay. Okay. That was okay. What about you, Gemma? What's um No, good. That was good. Thank you. What's it like having a mom who's like a small town celebrity? Um, it's kind of weird because I remember back like a long time ago when you weren't a celebrity and I, I think, (laughs) um, (laughs) so I think it was pretty nice, but being a celebrity, 
or kind of a celebrity, a small town celebrity, is really good, like really nice. Maybe because um, I get to meet a lot of new people, and before I didn't get to meet a lot of people. Yeah, and um, it's weird though because old people come up to me and they're like, "Hey, you want a hug? I'm gonna hug you anyways." And then they come up and hug me, and I'm like, "I don't know this per- person." <laughs> that is literally the exact same as mine. It's okay. Um, I can't believe neither one of you have talked about like what it's like going in a store with me. Oh, geez, we want to stay in the car. There's so many people wanting to talk to mom. Oh. <laughs> I'd rather just go in the store by myself, like don't yell, don't yell, like Kevin McAllister from <laughs> Home Alone, and just be like, "Yeah, my parents are in the car, but I got this. I gotta pay for it." What? <laughs> okay, Gemma, can you describe what it's like being out in public um, with me? I don't know. It just takes a long time. Just like it takes a bit because everyone wants to talk to you, even when you like looking like a potato like you say um but everyone just wants <laughs> to talk to you and it's hard <laughs> because like you always are getting talked to and I'm like hurry up my legs cramping and you're like <laughs> hang on I'm talking to this person so then dad's like all right I'm getting out and he pays for all the stuff and then gets out um I would just like to say that I love my customers and my people. So um, that's why. Because, like, I'm genuinely interested in everybody's life. And I love them. Um, Pearl, what's it like having a mom who's Mama Mila? It's good. Yeah. What's your favorite part? I love being with you in bed and cuddling with you. Oh, that's sweet. Besides all our reasons. Besides your guys' reasons, Kevin McAllister. Hey. Oh my God. Um, okay, yeah, hey, that's good. Pearl, it's your turn to be with Daddy. You want to just say bye to everybody? Bye. Yeah, mom time. Okay, scooching. <laughs> All right. Um, here are your girls'. This is your questions. Okay. Why? Oh, I know this reason. Why are you not a stay-at-home mom? Um. Well, you actually like. I already know this. I know, but <laughs> I think that it's a question that a lot of people wonder, and it's kind of something that I struggle with. So I think it would be really good to answer on this show. Um, and the reason why. I'm not a stay-at-home mom anymore is because I have a calling and because um, God told me to start the restaurant and the reason why I started the restaurant was so that um, it could take some of the financial burden off of your dad and it was just kind of like a side hustle and then sometimes when you're like obedient in the small things the small things turn into big things and so my little side hustle turned into the restaurant, which turned into, um, you know, what provides for not only our family, but all the families of the people who work at the restaurant, um, the people who are behind the scenes. So it yeah. kind of turned into something big. Um, I miss being a stay at home mom. I miss you being a stay at home mom, too. What, what do you what was your like your favorite part of me being at home all the time? 
Okay. Well, I really liked that I got to bake with you a lot mm. and cook with you a lot. I love cooking. And I really, really liked when we would every morning just go in bed, have some coffee, maybe some toast, and just kind of talk. Yeah. Hang on. I'm not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> this is kind of off. Oh, no, I forgot what I was going to say. This this happens a lot, people. <laughs> oh, yes. I don't mind working with you as well because I love my job and all the coworkers. We make some pretty hilarious jokes at the end of the night. We all just end up cracking up. Um, real fast. So I'm going to put a comment on this at home mom thing. I really loved that I'd just get up at like 5 a.m. and make you coffee for some reason. Like, I'd make it all, like, fresh made, like, throwing stuff on it, like, cinnamon or something. And I'd just give it to you, and you'd be like, thank you. But I knew you wouldn't like the coffee at all, so. <laughs> oh. Sometimes I would take a sip of whatever you brought me, and even if it was horrible, I was just grateful. And those were the days before you guys were preteens and slept until noon. Yay. So, I do kind of miss that. And Gemma, when you were a baby... You used to um, wake up at like 5 a.m. and you would come into like my bedroom and you would just throw a Keurig pod at me like coffee time. And it was so cute. And then um, when you guys got old enough, I think probably around Pearl's age um, in my little recipe box, I put coffee in there. Remember, Gia, so that you could read and see um, like how to make coffee in the coffee maker and you guys used to make the coffee. It was so cute and so grown up. You used to just push a chair and then, yeah. Um, is there anything that you miss about me being a stay-at-home mom? Um, it's that, um, what is it? So I love it when we'd like sit together and I'd make myself coffee too because, you know, I was old enough for coffee, totally old enough. But um, I love it when we both had coffee. And I'd just snuggle with dad, even if he smelled really bad. <laughs> but he was he was really good, and that was a good life. Even if dad smelled bad, I, like, loved to lay with him. It was mostly his armpits, but never mind. So. Stop it. Thank you. It was, it was amazing, but I love this life better because now I got a full working job, and I get paid. <laughs> and I just love it. I also feel like I should say a disclaimer. Um, I noticed that when we would go out, my hu my husband, my kids would feel entitled for something every time we went to the store, whatever. And then if I bought it for them, they didn't take care of it. And it was really just, I don't know. It was really grating on my nerves. And so... Um, I just, I like prayed about it and I was like, you know what? My kids are coming to work because I've worked since I was nine. And so the girls started working at the restaurant and it's come to the point where they appreciate things because when we go to a store, you can buy yourself what you want. And in hiring like a younger generation, they have no a lot of them have no work ethic, not all of them, but it's been very hard um, to 
like motivate a younger generation to work. And I just thought, you know what? Not my kids. So um, when they say like we have a job, we blah, blah, blah. Like, no, they come to work for the family business. It makes them. um, I feel like you guys have a really good concept of how hard dad and I work for, um, you know, our life and for this house and, you know, for everything. So um, I think it gave them appreciation. So I just want to throw that out there. All right. Gemma's asking the next question. Okay. I had a comment. Oh, okay. But I forgot it. Well. Okay. So what was it like when we were, um, when you were our age? Probably hell, but. (laughs) 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 Well, let's see. When I was your age, you guys are in sixth and seventh grade. Yes. Um. I was horribly bullied at school. That's why she said it was probably like hell. Yeah, I was very bullied at school. Um, I think that was the time when my parents got another divorce. And yeah, my parents kept like divorcing and marrying each other. Like it was so dumb. Wait, how many times? (sighs) Two or three. Stupid. Well... You know, I'm sure they both look back on it and think the same thing. But anyways, um, and I, I worked at the restaurant. I was at the restaurant a lot and my mom had a sandwich shop. So, um, what type of sandwiches? Italian sandwiches, like sub sandwiches. Yeah. And, um, it was, I was a very sad kid. I felt like. Nobody loved me. Um, I mean, now that I look back, I can see that it was a lot of broken people loving me in the best way that they knew how. Um, but I was very. There's dog. my dog. I was very lonely. And um, even though I was surrounded by people, I was very lonely and. um We went to church a lot, but it was kind of like, you know, church was really controlling. Like church, like the way that daddy and I are with you guys is so different from the way that I grew up because we were kind of like shamed to go to church. Okay. Um, Um, You know what could have changed that lonely feeling? What? You know how they say Irish twins are like closer than any other type of sibling or something like that yeah if you had an Irish twin you would not be lonely at all well I had my sister but she was a rude little I can't swear yet (laughs) yeah you know we've I don't know we've never me and my sister have never really gotten along I mean you know you know my sister yeah as a little kid seeing the dysfunction Mm-hmm. But as little kids, we weren't even really close growing up. And I think it's because when I was five, Lisa Maria was born. So my youngest sister was born when I was five. And Same. Be- I know the age gap. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right because of Pearl. Um, so when she was born, I felt the difference between me and you is I felt an obligation to help raise my sister because I didn't have a dad. 
And my mom was always, you know, she was a single mom. She was always in the kitchen on the floor calling the 700 Club for prayer. So I always kind of felt like an obligation to help my mom um, raise my sister. So um, me and my other sister were not close because we were so different. Um, What is that? Like maturity wise, you know, so. Anyways, and then at your age, this has gone like off the deep end or whatever, but also at your age, I was already two years away from buying my first car. So I was saving my, all my money, which I'm going to suggest to you guys start saving part of your paychecks for your first car. Um, I think I have like, am I allowed to say money amounts? I mean, yeah, I guess. Okay, I have like a couple hundred on my card right now. Yeah. And then in cash, I do. But that's from saving over the years, the cash is. Well, uh, my first car was, I paid $4,500 for it. What? Yeah, and that... That isn't bad these days. No, but that was... (laughs) That was... um, I mean, I bought my car when I was 14, and then after I bought it, I had to save up to put brakes, and I had to save up to paint it and do all that because I bought a classic car. So um, I'm just going to suggest to you guys, start saving your money. Daddy and I will, of course, help you, but it feels so much better when you buy it yourself. Um, Real quick comment. Yes. So I really want a car. It's a thing. I really want that. Yeah. It might be copyrighted. I don't know, but... Um, <laughs> Don't worry about it, Gemma. So, um, I it's wrote, a Volkswagen thing. Yeah, Volkswagen thing. I want it bright yellow, like bright yellow, so people get blinded once they see it because it's so pretty. <laughs> Anyways, it's like I've always wanted one, so I might be saving up for that. But how much are they? I just want to know that. Um, well, your uncle did see Mark Antonio has one, and he said he would save it for you till you're old enough. So, but I think you're gonna have to save up. Probably like ten thousand dollars, Gemma. I, he told he told you that. Yeah, I never knew that. Yeah. So, would you two not fight over the microphone? <laughs> no. no, no. Okay. <laughs> Enough of the comments. No. Right, I right. want a tiny car, like one of those purple ones, shaped like a grape, like those tiny cars. I don't. I don't know what that is. Okay. Um. Listen. Keep it together. Mm-hmm. Anyways, save your money. Um, okay, my turn to ask you a question. Yes. Uh, and you guys can be honest about this. Okay, I'll be very honest, as honest as it can get. Okay, thank you. Um, what was it like for you girls uh, to move across the country? Oh, my gosh. Do I have the story for you? <laughs> New Mexico thing. No, don't talk about New no? Mexico. Okay, well, it was really fun, besides leaving all our friends behind. Okay. I really liked the road trip. I felt like it was just a big family vacation kind of trip. You know what I mean? We're all in the car having fun playing Subway Surfers. Good game right there, Subway Surfers. (laughs) Shout out. (laughs) Shout out to Subway Surfers. (laughs) Anyway. Don't yell. (laughs) I'm sorry. I can't help it. (laughs) Okay, so... I felt like it was a really fun road trip, except for a certain state I'm not supposed to talk about. Starts with an M, ends with an O, like new blank. Oh, my God. 
they had a traffic jam for eight hours about nothing. Yeah, it was rough. It was like an imaginary crash. Like a child was like, look, a crash. And they just reported it. But yeah. the child had a very vivid I imagination. I, d- I don't know how this got to here. I don't know how we got in this traffic jam. But we were there for eight hours. I meant like, okay, when we moved across the country, not like the actual move. But like, what was it like leaving, you know, you guys grew up in Cali. Yeah. And when we moved here, you guys were what? Like five? Five and six, I think. Um, I guess the reason why I wanted to ask this question was because there was a time last year where you had a lot of anger and daddy and I wanted to get to the root of it. And when we prayed with you, you said that it was because um, of us moving. And daddy and I didn't realize that we hadn't explained to you as little children like the dangers of where we were living and why we moved here to give you a better life like I didn't think that you guys could handle it as little kids and because daddy and I didn't explain it to you it had caused like resentment which turned into anger so um I just thought that maybe if somebody was thinking about like making a move or making like a big transition in their life um if you could explain what that is like mm-hmm. as a child and doing that. Your turn okay. coming. Hang on. One, if you want to explain to your child why you have to move, I suggest you be very honest about it because I did not really know what was going on and why we had to move. I just thought my parents wanted to take me away from all my friends and my family and just everything yeah. I loved. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to cry. Okay. Don't cry. <laughs> Because we had this, like, swimming pool at our grandparents' house we would always go to. That was my absolute favorite. Yeah. I love the beach and forests. There were no forests there, but we had plenty of jungle gyms, and I just loved We climbing. had fake grass. We had fake grass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got to love fake grass. It's fake. <laughs> <laughs> and we lived right next to my cousin. We would always play with him and just go over sleepovers and have fun and our friends at school they were really nice except for this one girl i think her name was lily i never really liked her okay <laughs> and i don't know i just loved it there we just left that all behind yeah i think daddy and i did a pretty good job of like sheltering you guys yeah um from the reality and the dangers that we were living in now i realize most of the problems in California, like inflation, okay, and like what they're doing to children there, yeah, and it's it's not family friendly, <laughs> not family friendly. I will not talk about that. Yeah, I just didn't realize as a kid, and kind of explaining it would have helped. Yeah, because as a little kid, you don't know what you're going through and what the world's like yet. Yeah. But, you know, like, Dad and I just wanted to protect you guys. Yeah. But we should have definitely done a better job. What okay. about you, Jemmy? My story is, um, story. <laughs> no, my story about this is, like, I love just seeing buffalo there. Like, there were buffalo, like, right next to us. So some one time they all escaped, and I was just so happy. But um, that's, that's one of the reasons why I loved living there. 
and I was sad that we moved away because there was Buffalo, but we also had a park around us that was, like, really close, so that was another reason. And it's hard to move. This is advice. So, um, Real quick, real huh. quick. Across the street from where we lived, there was a huge hill called Park Hill, and they had buff like a, what is a herd, a herd of buffalo? They had a herd of buffalo. And um, so they would always like come to the fence, like whatever. But then a car accident happened and all the buffalo escaped. So like the buffalo were just wild and free. So that's what Gemma's talking about. Like because here um, that's like not a thing. I think there's like one celebrity that has like a house in Franklin with a buffalo or something like that. But like I don't know why we had like painted green rocks for lawns and buffalo. But. That's where I grew up in Cali. So, okay, continue. Um, so, the advice for, like, telling your children why, um, like, you moved. Mostly, I'm going to say this, like she said, just be really honest because if we don't know what's going on, we'll probably just, what is it? How do I explain it? Like, it just makes life harder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just makes life harder on us because, um, we wouldn't know what's going on and everything around us is just chaos and it would be easier explained. So yeah. that way we would think, oh, we know why we're moving and um, how am I supposed to explain this? Um, it would just be easier if you explained it. Gia, Do you want to say something? Don't cause no. chaos. Um, it's just easier if you explain it. If you would have explained it, I would have um realized that it was super dangerous there and I already would have been telling you to move so yeah and I want you to know that like daddy and I bought the airstream it was dilapidated it took us a year and a half to make it even livable and we worked on it when you guys were asleep we would just take like a little monitor out there and um work on it every single night like we didn't just decide like one day to up and move like we had to when God told us that we had to get out of California, we didn't even know where we were going. We took all that time praying and seeking God and asking his advice, you know, and I know that, um, you know, we're obviously daddy and I are not perfect, but what I can tell you is that we love you guys. Like we love you so much that we wanted to listen to what God was telling us so that you guys could be the best versions of you ever and so that you guys could be protected and safe and um that was our number one priority because trust me we would have not wanted to live through winter and a tornado in an airstream unless we knew that it was for you and because we love you you know yeah also one of the reasons i loved being there is because there's this place called Mickey's Ice and we like <laughs> it was so delicious like I miss it so much and the in and out oh frozen <laughs> yogurt yeah yeah well I'm not gonna argue with you about in and out I miss in and out mm-hmm. but do you know how much God loves you did you just slap me yes I did <laughs> in and out is coming here yes so God loves you enough to bring in and out here Okay. All those years of praying since I was five, they've worked. It did. <laughs> In and out. <laughs> the miracles. Um, Gia, you specifically wanted to ask this question. Yes. 
why does Pearl get away with way more than we do? Okay. Like, way more. This is a classic oldest child question. She does. It's true. So, when I had you, I was, like, in my early 20s. Actually, both of you, because you're 10 months apart. I was in my early 20s. Okay. I had... I was like Mary Poppins. I love Mary Poppins. I had so much energy. I mean, we did crafts all the time. We were, you know, painting and homeschooling was magical. And it hemorrhoids. That comes with pregnancy. That was her. <laughs> that was our. Yeah, thanks. Guilty. Thanks for that. Anyways, back to this with no commentary, please. Yep. Um, save us I am 34 yes your sister I do not have the patience of a 25 year old anymore okay and when you were born and then I got pregnant with Gemma the whole time during the time I was pregnant you knew how to play by yourself you would entertain yourself you had toys you draw and then your best friend was born even though you ignored Gemma for the first six months of your life. (laughs) Um, But then once Gemma started to like, you know, interact and crawl and whatever, you guys are, have always been inseparable. And then, you know, everything happened with Giada and then we had Pearl. Well, the age gap is so great there that you guys are in a whole different stage of life than your little sister. And when Pearl was born, she was not born with the ability to self-entertain. Sadly. I mean, she's not like you guys. She cannot sit and entertain herself. It's just not part of her personality. Me and Gemma could, like, sit. This is what we do. We sit in bed, and then we just talk. We draw. We think. We talk. Our imaginations are, like, big. And this sounds weird coming from a 12-year-old. But we love to imagine scenarios and then draw those into comics like yeah, a seven-year-old. Yeah, that's awesome. But Pearl doesn't have that. And I know that for you, it looks like she's getting away with like a lot of things. But the reality of the situation is I'm just trying to keep her entertained. Like it is not, you know, a personal attack against either one of you. But she's just different. And parenting her is so much more different than you guys. She's gingy. She's sassy. She's always in my cornea. And so it's different. And I know that it looks like she gets away with a lot. But I promise you, I love you just as much as I love her. And nobody's my favorite. Real fast comment. I was going to say, do you remember that time where I drew an art piece and Gia thought, that the um, messy bun on my head, because my hair used to be like down to here, um, was her. And she was like, I don't want a bump on my head. Oh, but yeah. I was really little. And she was like, and she kept complaining about it. And I just kept drawing. And she was she was angry. She was very angry. But she was complaining a lot. I've always been an art critic. <laughs> yes, you have. I was literally just going to say that. Um, yeah, you guys... I don't know. You guys have always been like two little peas in a pod. Like 
very like inseparable oh so now and we're peas yes now you're peas um and you know I'm not gonna lie to you it crosses my mind a lot like you know and I've asked God like why couldn't you know Giada have lived because our life would be so much easier because Pearl would have a playmate so in this next stage of our life since I'm pregnant with your brother um I'm glad it's oh, a brother yeah. too even though Pearl's mad was that not the funniest ever it was she was so mad she cried for two hours um and I just really fast she was crying and she just kept saying like boys smell all they talk about is poop in Star Wars <laughs> not if you don't show them Star Wars that's oh. what I said that's what I said so anyways in this next stage of our life you know everything's going to change next year um my prayer is is that not only that you guys could be little helpers for me please that would be amazing uh. um but that pearl would have a playmate yes she says that boys talk about poop and star wars all the time all she talks about is pink farts and harry potter so she ain't different <laughs> everybody it's true i know but listen I want you to think about and in your heart, remember that Pearl loves you guys. And even though she can push your buttons all the time, every day, anytime you guys are at your tutorial and if we go somewhere, Pearl's always telling me, don't forget Gia and Gemma. Don't forget Gia and Gemma. Like she loves you. And even though she can be a turd. She definitely loves you guys, and she just wants to be included. Can I say the last part? Because I want to say, like, blah, 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 this, this, like, what you were going to say. Wait, what do you mean? The the To wrap it up? I want to say it this time. Okay, well. I can't see it. Here, give me. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to say. I'll whisper it in your ear. You do? No, no, no. You do this part. And then I'll do this part. Okay? All right. Okay. So I want to thank my girls for being on today's episode. Um, I kind of feel like I need a cigarette after this and I don't even smoke. Well, and I'm knocked up. So that ain't happening. But um, thank you guys. I love you so much. And I'm so proud of you. (laughs) I'm proud of you. You did it late. So thank you for listening and um, Gemma wants you to like and subscribe and um follow Mama Mua's on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok and YouTube. Yeah. Don't forget to follow us. We love you. Tanti bachi. Bye.